Too Many Comics, episode 142. Brooks, I got the first dreaded call from the new comic book shop in Jack's Beach about my tardiness and picking up my books. How many do you have there? <laughs> it can't be that many, but I have not been since they switched over. The guy was super nice, though, and I explained to him that, you know, I have not been in since the since you guys took over. You know, here's my situation. I'm, I'm assuming I don't have much there. And he's like, no, it's not a big pool at all. And I was like, I only pull a few certain things that I like to buy and print. And I usually let them back up for a few months. That way I'm not coming in to, to just buy one thing. He's like, totally understandable. He's like, just making sure you're just making sure uh, you still wanted these pulled and everything. I was like, yeah, I promise you are not sitting on those. I will be by to purchase them. And I will feel guilty when I'm there and probably purchase a couple other things. He's like, sounds good, man. Looks forward to seeing you. I was like, great. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd be good if you'd been like, uh, you don't understand, man. It's not you. I stiff the last place, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you hate to get that call, but it, it wasn't Neil making it this time, obviously. So yeah. peeps, it's just not the same. Yeah. I got one of those after I moved up here and I was like, cause I just, you know, when you, you, you've done this before when you move across the country and you're like, maybe if I just really hate it, I'll be back in six weeks. And then you finally are like, no, I'm not. I've moved. I'm done. Yeah. New phase. Of and life. I got, I got that call and I'm like, oh, well, no, sorry. What are you going to do? Nothing. I mean, I'm not going to buy those books. Is what I'm not going to do. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, not going to work here anymore. <laughs> anyway, so what's happening in the follow-up this week? Uh, so we conversed last week about how Avengers: Infinity War got moved up. Uh, we're at, anticipating a second uh, trailer, which I'm surprised hasn't hit yet. But and knowing us and our show, it will probably hit like tomorrow morning. But everyone has sort of been putting teasers out there. I threw this in here just as a quick follow-up in that Robert Downey Jr. says Infinity War is a, quote, heads-will-roll scenario. I mean, I bet you it will. So this isn't a surprise whatsoever? He must have heard you're going to be up here. <laughs> <laughs> Take a New York by storm. Yeah, really. Uh, I mean, I, I don't see how it's I don't see how it's possible this movie is not going to just destroy expectations and box office returns because, I mean, you've got all of these characters coming together. I still hope that they somehow surprise us and bring in like just one scene with the defenders. You know what I mean? Just, 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 let's just scratch that itch. Let's Maybe they're on the streets and they pass through Hell's Kitchen and they don't even have to interact with them. Just have them in the background well, I mean, doing it something. Hell's, it could be Hell's Kitchen. It could be Harlem. Yeah. For crying out loud. My buddy, uh, the one I keep bringing on the show uh, inexplicably, uh, lives in Harlem. He's seen, he's seen them film Luke Cage here and there. Oh, man. Well, that's also, a... Also, listen, I, I, like, I like a cheap laugh, okay? Mixed metaphor spoken today. Are you ready for this? I laughed so hard in public over somebody saying, I'm sorry, my buddy said it, um, ace up their hole. <laughs> Instead of the sleeve? It would be, be ace in the hole or ace up your sleeve, yeah. not ace up your hole. That's <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. No. Anyway, so that happened. I, I mean, I, that, that's I. I think about it and I laugh. Even now, it's been eight hours. That's, <laughs> just, that's just too funny. Sorry. So anyway, sorry. Well, the Harlem reference is, is a good uh, segue into a couple things Marvel Netflix related. They did officially announce a season two release date for Luke Cage, which is June twenty second, and uh, this was announced mainly because it's it's on to the next thing as Jessica Jones season two released. At the end of last week, I'm only one episode in. Uh, I was pretty busy this weekend, but I imagine we'll we'll finish it up, you know, in a, in a week or so. Um, have you gotten to any of it yet? One. 
All right. I, 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 I was also quite busy this past week, and I, I left the apartment. So, sorry, guys. I I guess it says it says a lot about a, a mutual friend of ours who texted me about it, and maybe on Saturday, asking if I had watched any of it yet, and I had not started it at that point. And uh, he made a comment giving way that he had already seen the entire thing. I'm like, do you not, <laughs> do you not have anything to do to watch 13 episodes in succession over the first day? I think like the whole binging thing is I like that they're available and accessible to me, but yeah. rarely, rarely do I ever watch all 13 or something like that in one sitting. You know, it's great to have two or three, you get on a run of a few of them, but yeah, I don't, I, just, I don't know if I could do that anymore. Yeah, I think the only one that I, in recent memory, have done that would be Orange is the New Black. I managed to power through those somehow. I don't know how I do that. But that's the only one that I can just have on, and, just, and one week can be done. But the others, I can't do it. Even yeah. like Stranger Things, can't do it. That that, that that's a that's a ten day kind of thing. Yeah, you get a little marinade. Which, which is which is still I think impressive by you know this new normal we have of having all the stuff ready to go. We need it all right now. Instant gratification. I know, but yeah, but I do like, do you, I mean, we have different lives, but like, do you, when you get to like hour four, you're like, I've got to, I gotta do something else. I, I gotta, <laughs> I, I, I gotta wash my ass. This is bad news. Yeah. People. So anyway, the last bit of follow up, we've talked many a times about the Valiant movie verse, which I feel like was teased as far back as like 2013, 2014 or so through Sony. Yeah. We've got actual confirmation. We we talked about the rumor about this maybe a month ago that Vin Diesel is confirmed to star in Sony's Bloodshot adaptation. Mixed feelings. Okay, so my thought on this is I'm happy for the franchise. I'm not happy for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't I, I'm not a fan of Vin Diesel at all. I think it, it's it's a. I would say a cheap shot, but he's probably a very expensive shot. Um, and that was not even a pun. The shot thing came after. By the way, I didn't even think about that as I was saying it. <laughs> But, uh, I, you know, that's not who I would have selected necessarily, but I think in, in an attempt to attract a wider audience, this is probably going to do it. Yeah, it, it seems as though it's a... I was hoping they would go the route of, you know, trying to get some up-and-comers to start this new movie franchise and, and build these characters out. But it looks like they're going the way of, you know, even if this movie sucks... Vin Diesel will probably bring in. I mean, I'm, he's had a lot of action movies that have made a lot of money. Yeah, that, that don't get you know critical acclaim or highly highly reviewed. So, you know, they're likely to make their money back and perhaps then some a little bit and not really worry about. I don't know. The, I guess the the more artsy end of it because I'm interested in seeing these built out. I've said it many times. I when I do read these characters, I like them. I just don't have the time to invest in this whole other world. Uh, beyond the stuff that I already read. And I'm looking forward to these movies because rather than read a bunch of books, I can watch an hour and a half sitting. That's right. Yeah, that's how I prefer it sometimes. That's right. (laughs) All right, well, you know, I guess we'll see what happens with that. But, I mean, you know, I guess if they've just not gotten to casting this, we could be a good, what, 15 months? Yeah, I'd say so. Jeez. Well, all right. Someday. Anyway, so what happened in the uh, debuts this week? So we... Uh, read two debuts, and the first is probably the the most highly anticipated one of the week, which is out of Image Comics, Gideon Falls. This is Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino. 
This is the lives of a reclusive young man obsessed with a conspiracy in the city's trash and a washed-up Catholic priest arriving in a small town full of dark secrets become intertwined around the mysterious legend of the Black Barn, an otherworldly building that is alleged to have appeared in both the city and the small town throughout history, bringing death and madness in its wake. Rural mystery and urban horror collide in this character-driven meditation on obsession, mental illness, and faith. I've described the book. So, yeah. there you, there you, <laughs> you had subscribed before last week, though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I, I, you know, you know, Jeff Lemire has some very, a very broad palette of, of of offerings. You know, you've had things like Plutona or Sweet Tooth or X Men for crying out loud. Um, but I think the fact that you paired him with somebody like Adrian Sorrentino, who in, in the in the back of the book, I'm sure you read some of these notes. You, you're good about that. Said that like this repairing they, they worked on green arrow together they worked on old man logan together it, it, this is just it's it it's in the sauce man magic in the sauce so i thought it was awesome i thought it was really cool yeah it's uh very well done on on both ends storytelling um i like how we get glimpses into each of those characters so right up front you're given the 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 reclusive young man obsessed with the conspiracy in the city's trash. I mean, you, you learn about him. You get the the priest comes to town. You get hints of, of the barn. I mean, the, it sets up for an it's you know an action packed first issue of setting up this whole world that I assume they've. I haven't seen anything about this being any sort of limited type of series. I, I imagine this has to be an an ongoing. It's going to sell very well. It's very well done. Um, love that cover. It seems like we're going to have a, a, another story that is very well character driven, which is what drives a lot of these ones that last for a long time. I mean, you stick around with Saga because of those those main characters. You know, the same right. with uh, with Tim Twenty One. Yeah, Tim Twenty One. You know, it's yeah, the story's great, the world's cool, but without you know those two or three main characters that are intriguing and really drive a story. I mean, I feel like we get that right off the bat with, with these two in this first issue, which is, as we've stated many times before, it's hard to do in the first issue. Well, I'm a fan. So, uh, I will probably, uh, ride this bitch to the wheels fall off. And well, as is everybody else, cause it has a nine critic rating out of 31 reviews and a 9.2 user out of 15 on comic book roundup. So we're not special though in our opinions, but at least we're consistent. Okay. So <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I have not subscribed yet only because I haven't gone back into comiXology since purchasing it. And I will likely uh, do that. Alrighty. So we had a second book this week. Yes. And you're going to have to pick up the slack on this one. Uh, I was wondering, uh, I don't know. I said it like that. Um, so this is Sinitis. Is that how you would say it? That's what you said last week. Okay, so it's uh, Cody Sousa. This is out of um, Alterna Comics, and it reads, Mysterious voices lure a man back to his hometown to visit an abandoned house. He used to freak as a child, but as he journeys through his old hangout, he encounters a supernatural presence. And then I have an ellipses here. I, I assume that's the whole description. You didn't get it, did you? No. I, I, you know, it's not, it's not on Comixology. I searched around and around. I went on Alterna's website and not even realizing i was like oh, okay you know i'm i'm assuming i can get at the very least a pdf from their site i add it to my cart I, i'm about i log in through paypal i'm about to hit submit and then i see that it's like six bucks i'm like that's weird i thought it was a dollar really? fifty and I, yeah, when weird. i backed out 
It said it was an extra five bucks for shipping because I was actually buying a print issue. Oh. I'm like, uh, I don't want to. I'm not going to pay to have it shipped here. I'll just go pick it up at some point. But I have yet to do that, and I just wish it was. Wish it was in digital. Why? You know, at least sell the PDF on the alternative website. You guys are missing out on a. Uh, I happily would have paid my dollar fifty. Well, you know they had that whole thing where they were trying to get grocery stores to carry them. I wonder if they ever worked that out. But no, I, I, I did uh, also discover that you could not get that through the easy ways that we've been doing in the recent years. I did go to the store and I bought it. It was a dollar fifty. But then again, I work like two blocks from um, Midtown Comics, so it was not that difficult to, to pull off. Yeah, lucky you. I'm so lucky. But uh, you know, this is this is interesting. So it, it's a very fast read. Um, and re- just a quick sidebar. You know, Alternate does it old school, which is why they can pull off the dollar fifty price tag, right? I mean, you know, what I started reading comics when I was in fifth grade, so it's on newsprint. It has that very, you know, especially even today when you pick up a book in print, which you do occasionally. To compare that to this, it really is a very like you and I are buying record players because we just want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, anyway, so it's the description does it correctly. We got a dude. He rolls up to this old house that he used to frequent as a kid. It was almost like their, like, drinking spot. And we're talking, like, high school kids. And in the midst of all of this – and also he, he reveals that he has this issue where he has tinnitus, which is where you hear the ringing in your ears. Okay. And that's been an issue, and he goes to places to kind of drown this out. And in the midst of all of this, it gets really freaky and weird and vision-like. And then, was it real? I don't know. Yeah. And that's what we're left with. So it's very fast, and there are whole spreads with no dialogue. Um, but, you know, again, I feel like that's kind of how uh, Croak was, which is the other Cody Seuss book that took the world by storm. All the cons <laughs> by storm. Took the cons by storm. Um, but it, 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 interesting enough, and for a buck fifty, certainly a good deal. Sweet. Can well, you, I will, before? Cody, if you're listening, I will purchase this. I will read it. I will give a review. Just, uh, you know. I, I know you got a PDF floating around. Just put that shit on alternacomics.com. Um, did you happen to notice what the um, comic book roundup is of this? Uh, it's seven critic reviews for an eight rating. No users? No. You could be the okay. first. No. But I. <laughs> but eight out of seven critics is very respectable. Yeah, I think so too. So there you go. Perfect. So what else you get to? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I do this every fucking time. What's next week? <laughs> Eternity Girl number one of six. This is out of DC Comics. Uh, this is by Magdalene Visaggio and Sunny Lou. Caroline Sharp has been a lot of things, including both a superhero and a super spy. But now, with those days behind her and her powers proving unreliable, Caroline finds herself stuck in a life weighed down by her depression and an ability to, and, and an inability to change. You see, Caroline's going to live forever, and there's no escape to be had. The very act of living reminds her that, to the rest of her existence, she is an anomaly. All of that could change, however, when her old foe, Madam Adam, comes to her with an intriguing offer. Madam Adam can give Caroline the power to end her life. She just has to destroy the rest of the world. This brand new DC's Young Animal miniseries spins out of The Milk Wars event written by Glad, Media Award-nominating writer Magdalene Visaggio, and illustrated by Eisner-winning artist Sunny Liu. So you've read some of the uh, Young Animal. Does this ring a bell to you, or just? Uh, no, I, so I have not. I don't know what the Milk Wars event is. So the Young Animal stuff that I've read is obviously some of Doom Patrol. Uh, off the top of my head, what are the other ones? I feel like we had uh, another. 
number one of those on the show. Why can't I? A- anyways, I'll look it up as I'm talking. But no. So there's Mother Panic, Shade the Changing Girl, Dave Carson has a cybernetic eye, Bug the Adventures of Forager. I feel like maybe I read Mother Panic. Either way. You did. Okay, yeah. I remember remember you read that because I wanted to read it and you didn't like it and then I never did. Okay, so either way, um, this is not ringing a bell for me. So if this came into Doom Patrol, it obviously came after I had stopped reading. And I only stopped reading because of all the delays that it has seen. Um, Mm. But I was impressed with what the Young Animal imprint was was doing. It's just a lot of the books saw delays and, you know... We're iffy on when they're going to come out. Uh, I'm happy to see that this is already stated as being a, a mini series, so one of six. Um, I'm down for that, and it, it sounds intriguing enough. Alrighty then. Well, I like the cover, and there was nothing else to pick from. <laughs> you don't have to be so truthful. Well, I just can't help myself. What is this? What What is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, what else you get to this week? I got to Wicked Divine number 34. This is a return to the actual storyline after our uh, weird-ass break that we just had with the the novelish book. Uh, This one, we get a glimpse into the very early days of the gods up front. Uh, That gives you some very, I mean, I guess I would say in-depth, some good history as to how this all started, uh, why some things may be as they are. Um, and you get a lot of dialogue between a, a few of the main characters, um, setting up some storylines for, for this next arc, it seems. And if you read through the back of the back of the book, they do remind you that this is entering the last year. So, you know, a lot of questions are going to be answered and, you know, that didn't stop them from putting more questions out there this issue, but they say, trust us that, you know, there will be answers. This book is coming to an end very soon. So, uh, we're glad you stuck around for the ride and, uh, I'm glad it's back. Me too. And uh, there was some weird stuff going on in this book. I'm not totally sure what, because they've, they've had a lot of big reveals, but it was like with the four heads and mm-hmm. some of the stipulations that go into this and it went very fast and yeah, you know, but I, I obviously it's a good read. So it's one of those ones you, you know. got to read a, uh, a review on. Yeah. I hate that. I have to admit to things like this. Well, that's fine. You got to take it in. You got to read the book smart. and the cliff notes. I thought I was smart. Anyway, uh, Hawkeye 16. So this is the end. Yes. This, this oh, that's coming, oh, that's coming back, right? Isn't that what the... Yeah, what was that? I, I haven't seen any blog posts or anything about that, but the end of this book says Hawkeye, Kate Bishop will return August 2018. I mean, we could be dead by then. Was that breaking news or was that them, you know, trying to act like a Marvel movie where they all say so-and-so will return? I don't know. That'd be interesting because I, I have not seen anything news-wise about... Kate Bishop returning, and unless I just completely whiffed on it, but you know, either way, sad to see this this book end. Although it, it seems like nowadays, sixteen issues is a is a pretty good run for a you know, a, I don't know, it's not an A character at Marvel, obviously. Yeah. So very very normal. Yeah, and you know this 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 book took on the challenge of of keeping that same tone of the Fraction Hawkeye and and sort of following up in its own way, and it it did well enough to to break off in its own storytelling and adventure and you know I'm, i mean i really loved it I, I can't compare it to that to that fraction one it obviously doesn't stand up to to that but it was very good in its own right and i'm sad to see it go that was a great book though yeah, man one of the best god i'm talking about matt fractions yeah oh. obviously 
but man, that was so man, that was so great. Mm. So, <laughs> well, that's what that's what I think. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I read Image Plus Volume Two, Issue Seven, uh, and this specific Image Plus magazine had a, a lot of news about the recent Image Expo, which we detailed a, a couple episodes back, including I'd say the biggest news that come out of this issue is a full interview and maybe four or five page preview of death or glory, which is Remender's new one coming out. Uh, and I will just say taking away from this, that looks uh, very good. I assume, right. I, I assume that we will read it as number one when it does come out and it has the uh, opportunity to be something that sticks with us. I think who's doing the uh, art. Mm, you're going to put me on the spot. Oh, you brought it up. So tap away. I'm gonna I'm gonna sauce you over here. Yeah, just hang on, hang on. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Rick Remender is writing it, of course. Art okay. by Bengal. Bengal. It's a one a singular person? singular named Bengal. So that was like Madonna yes. or Cher. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> all that work for just a cool. And then know. lastly, I. Uh, I didn't really have intentions of reading this. I I sort of felt bad once I realized I couldn't get to uh, Sinitis. So I grabbed a number, another debut, re- debut, and this was Oblivion Song number one, Robert Kirkman's new book out of Image Comics. Um, this was, I, I feel like there were parts of this that were good to me. I don't know this. I don't know this. Yeah, so this is a decade ago, 300,000 citizens of Philadelphia were suddenly lost in oblivion. The government made every attempt to recover them, but after many years, they gave up. Nathan Cole won't. He makes daily trips, risking his life to try and rescue those still living in the apocalyptic hellscape of oblivion. But maybe Nathan is looking for something else. Why can't he resist the siren call of the oblivion song? Well, did you like it, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was... I've So some of the, some of the art I wasn't feeling of when he goes back to the oblivion, like there's these just like made up creatures that happen to be there that, you know, it's weird. I mean, I, I kind of compare, find myself comparing like creatures like that to uh, like the stuff James Heron would come up with in the first rendition of rumble. Okay. And his were like very badass to me. Um, He had cool artwork. And then when I see stuff like this, it, it was more cartoony. It seemed, and it seemed it didn't fit what the story was going for, but the story I felt was good. So the, the story of Nathan Cole, um, why he's going back. I won't spoil anything, but why he's going back at the teaser at the end. Uh, I feel like this is something that I won't subscribe to yet, but I will keep a close eye on. I, I'm reluctant to get into a Kirkman thing that has the potential of going on and on forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, I, well, I did see that, but I didn't buy it. And I, was, and I agree the art was not, uh, I was not feeling that great. I did look up Bingle or Bangle where mm-hmm. you were talking. Uh, good stuff. Cool. He's thrown some uh, some. Is it a he? Well, there's me being presumptuous. He's <laughs> uh, uh, like, well, what's it called? Like gender nonconformity? I, I don't. Who knows? I'm gonna go with a guy. That's that, that's what I'm gonna say. All right. I could. Anyway, so I read X Men Red number two. This is the Jean Grey book. She's back. She's an adult. And this one, it's actually pretty decent. I like the art. Okay, I think it's it, it is it is smarter than some of the other X books we're getting right now. In my opinion, IMO. Okay. So there's that. And then I read Mech Cadet U number seven. I'm surprised you did not. But um, 
this is the second, in my opinion, the second issue past what they announced originally of what they, of, you know, the limited run. And uh, it's this, this, I feel like this issue turned a corner. It was a little, there, there, there was some emotional parts where you kind of find out what's happening uh, at this academy where they're working on how they want to tackle, you know, this, the, the invading alien species or whatever the hell they're called the shard is that right yeah i think so okay so but in, but you know it's still quite good and of course they've been very good about sticking to the tone of it being you know a book form of a you know uh dragon ball z slash pokemon slash digimon where it's just you know what i mean it anime. just feels it, it feels very very big that way yeah but 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 it works so but i like it i'm, I'm i remain subscribed so yeah, so that's my problem. I'm not subscribed, and I missed it as I was perusing through the title. So I will get by it at some point. I'm glad to hear it's taken a turn because I, you know, was scared that it would hit that mark and sort of just lose itself a little bit. Yeah. Well, you will see if you ever pick up. Oh, fine, I will get off a case. I'm sorry, murder was the case that they gave me. Oh, God. <laughs> and and news this week. This thing I, I just saw today, and I. You know, I might have whiffed on news stories about this in the past, but uh, Marvel in, uh, I guess, in a partnership with Stitcher, which is a podcasting platform, has released a an original series podcast called Wolverine the Long Night. And this is, you know, episodic podcast with, you know, you know some actual, like, people that I've heard of playing, like, this guy was in the guy that plays Sheriff Ridge was in, was in 30 rock. And like, I know some of these actors and and actresses, so they must put some legit money behind trying to get this moving. And and I I was surprised to see this today. Have you heard anything about it? Not until today, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it looks, the one thing I don't like is that it is, I mean, it's on stitcher. I mean, I, I don't, it can listen for free for one month with the the code they have going on now. But, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't listen to anything through Stitcher. I don't like the idea of having to sign up for another pay service. I wish I could just, I don't know, pay 10 bucks and you give me all the episodes to this as they come out. Like that would be great. I don't want to do it through Stitcher. I'm happy to give Marvel the money. So, you know, maybe at some point, Maybe I can let these build up and find another free month at some point with Stitcher. But I do like the idea of this. I mean, this is super intriguing to me. Well, um, I, I guess I'll see how I feel about it. I, I, I'm not. I'm bad about, you know, podcast listening, despite the fact that we do this. <laughs> I listen to them all day, every day. So I'm definitely the target market market for this. But, but even like the ones that are like narrative that aren't like Howard Stern, where there's talk. Sometimes. Okay. Not all of them are like that. Why? What are you saying? This is the first one that I've seen. It's like a story. All right. Well, sorry. Well, I mean, I, what else do you got here? Can, I hate to put you on the spot, but will be another example of this. Uh, well, Welcome to Night Vale is like that. Uh, forgetting what the one's called on, on Gimlet Network. They have one. Um, I mean, it's similar to something like Serial. I mean, Serial wasn't like a... I mean, it was told episodic like that in, in a way, but I mean, it wasn't actors or anything. Um, okay. I'll come ahead. Those are the two that come to mind. The Gimlet okay, one well, and Welcome to Night Vale. Way to call my bluff. All right. Okay, um, so uh, Zhaji Beats, uh, who is playing Domino in the upcoming Deadpool Part 2, which comes out in May, uh, has inked three, a three-picture deal. So she's going to stick around, it looks like. 
is this for Deadpool three, four, and beyond, or is is there so talks they have... that she would do something else? Well, obviously there's the X Force movie, so I'm sure I'm sure it'll be tied to that. But the answer is who knows? I mean, until these things get made, or even Deadpool two comes out, we get a sense of how successful it's going to be, which I'm sure it'll be just fine. Uh, you know, it looks like she's got a good deal going. Now they've signed James Brolin, I want to say, to four movies, and I heard it's to three. So who's to say? But he's obviously a bigger star. Yeah, I wonder. God, I want. I'd love to be on the negotiating table of what these these contracts are like now. After Fox had been purchased, now they're like, yeah, I'm going to sign on for three movies. But obviously, this we nix these. Should Disney lean in and say we're not doing those? Um, would love to hear those talks. Well, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> but Scott Eastwood really wants to play Wolverine. So I put this in here for one reason only. I, I want to say it was Matthew Rosenberg who once said, um, actors expressing interest in playing a role is not news. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so Scott Eastwood wants to pick up the Wolverine uh, reins, as it were. Uh, it should it happen over at Disney? And I agree. Th- th- I put this in here only for that. It's like, would you, would you be interested in playing this major role that's going to have a lot of franchise potential and somewhat of a guaranteed, uh, you know, work? Perhaps work. make you a lot of money. Yeah, would you be interested? You know, so would I. I would also like to play. Is that something you might be interested in? I would play even like Wolverine's stepbrother, if that's what it came down to. <laughs> and I made that character up. Uh, so that's the only reason I put that in there. I feel like Scott Eastwood has gotten, first of all, he's Hollywood royalty, right? Uh, he's Clint Eastwood's son. And I feel like a young son, given Clint Eastwood's like 150 years old. <laughs> Nevertheless, I feel like we've handed this guy multiple chances to be more famous than he actually is. You're a risky bet, friend. What's yeah. wrong with you? I did not know Scott Eastwood existed until this story popped in our Really? Notes. He's Okay, I couldn't name one of his roles, but I know that he's been in things. He's been in things. So he was in, who did he play in Suicide Squad? I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I, he's, he's been in things. He's been in things. Uh, okay. Suicide Squad. Can you pull that up? I'm sorry. I keep making you... Uh, I'm directing your Google search. Do searches. you have a computer in front of you as well? No. No. No, really? But <laughs> <laughs> well, you're so much better at typing than me. Real-time follow-up here. Scott Eastwood. The longest ride I've seen that he was in. I mean, I, I didn't see it, but I saw that he was in it. Um, man, he, why did this not come up at all? I don't know. So the point is, would you like to be in the movie? I, I wouldn't want him to be, no. So there you go. He played Lieutenant GQ Edwards. Oh, so he was just one of the cops. So not worthy of being a, a lead role in movies that we know of. Yeah, not you know, you're not playing uh Wolverine buddy. Sorry. So there you go. It's a mystery solved. Uh so there's that. Um what's happened with John Favreau to executive produce and write live action uh Star Wars series, which I go back and forth on. Yeah, they 
So I assume this is going to be as part of Disney's new streaming service that's going to launch at some point. Um, Favreau is obviously well known as an actor. Uh, his role in launching the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, his role as Happy in the in the universe. I'm sure he would do would do a fine job at this, but I'm I'm also sure that you saw when this was posted, you know, in the last couple times that Star Wars has said, "Hey, we're doing new things, and this is who's doing it," and everyone freaks out that it's not a woman, not a person of color, it's just another white male doing something with the series. It's, it's not even a colorful woman. <laughs> I mean, does that bother you at all? I don't want to answer this question. Well. No, it does not. But, but 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 only because I don't I don't feel like I have that kind of sensitivity, and I'm just being honest. I, I just are they ta- are they a talented filmmaker? Yes or no? That's the box that I check. Not yeah. What I is think, their background? I think my only thing is is that I would yeah I love John Favreau, but I feel like I don't know. I mean, I would like to see, especially if it's not if this isn't going to be a like a, a movie it's like a new thing they're doing isn't there someone again up and coming that they could have do this somebody who has done something you know interesting elsewhere in, in tv that gets the chance to do this as opposed to someone who's already well established doesn't need to do something like this you know what i mean that's that would be well, my criticism well i mean i think that something that's as underground as star wars needs a, a, a big name director to do something for it but a Star Wars the, series for Disney the, the, streaming platform? First of all, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry that my delivery was so spot on that you didn't pick up on that. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, you could have like your friend direct it. It would be a massive success. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All right. So okay. Kevin Feige talks X Men and Fantastic Four in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which basically was non-committal. You read this, I assume, right? Yes. And it's all about like, we're going to focus on the things we know we can make right now and fuck the rest. Is what well, the they deal is. hasn't officially gone through yet, has it? No, that's that was in the lead. No, so okay. it, it's moving along. I'm sure there are multiple hurdles you must jump through to make it official. But uh, again, smartly so, they're not really going to worry about properties they don't have yet that they might never, but probably will, and that. They don't need, frankly. Yeah. So, but let me let's just lay it out here, okay? People of the interwebs, they got the stories lined up. He can't say anything to Newsarama because the deal hasn't gone through, and they're not going to talk about movies six or seven years from now. But you know, those guys are sitting in rooms, waiting to feast upon the more billions of dollars they can make once they have the rights to these other franchises. Let's not kid ourselves. Can we agree yeah. on that? They're, well, they are sitting in rooms, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just like, oh yes, hmm. We were gonna make a, you know, a Gambit movie, but you know, I think we'll just put our efforts in Avengers versus X Men. How about that? That would be so fucking. Great. <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so great. You Jeez, know, it's gonna happen. Hopefully, we're still alive when it does. But well, I mean, I. I I intend to be alive in five years. They're not slowing down. The deal's going to happen. They're going to keep pumping them out. It's like the Simpsons. They've got stories for years. It's going to happen. Well, okay then. It's a perfect way to end because it's uh, optimistic for once. It is hopeful. 
Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> <Be> sure. <laughs> TimneyComics.com. Hit us up online. Uh, we're looking for some follow up. <laughs>